Ladies and gentlemen, before we get into this week's episode, I would like to remind all of you to please go follow us on Instagram and on Twitter. It's chair the number two cranium, chair two cranium on Instagram and on Twitter. Again, chair the number two cranium, Instagram, Twitter. Please go follow us. Also, go subscribe to our YouTube channel, Cheer Shots to the Cranium. On there, you'll see all of our past episodes, all of our past interviews, a great picture slide that goes along with the interview, that goes along with the show, that corresponds with what we're talking about in the interview, with what we're talking about uh, on the show. It's awesome. It's way more entertaining. And you can also go subscribe to our Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, Cheer Shots to the Cranium. That is always greatly appreciated. And I also encourage you to go visit our website, ChairShotsToTheCranium.com. Again, that is ChairShotsToTheCranium.com. It's mobile friendly. I know, like myself, a lot of you probably do everything on your phone or on your tablet, and very rarely do you get on your laptop. But it is very mobile friendly. You can scroll through lots of things on there. For example, you can purchase your very own Chair Shots to the Cranium merch at ProWrestlingTees.com. Have four shirts currently available: white, black, cardinal, and coming up for St. Patrick's Day, that St. Patrick's Day green. Go check it out: prowrestlingtees.com forward slash chair shots to the cranium and be the talk of the town. Everybody that's seen me wear this t-shirt, seen some other people that I know that's bought one out and about, they love it. They see it, man, that's a great t-shirt. Where'd you get it? So be popular. Goodbye, chair shots to the cranium t-shirt. You can also see, or find us rather, on OneWrestling.com. Thank you so much to OneWrestling.com and Mr. Bill After for posting our information and posting our columns, posting our shows and our interviews on OneWrestling.com. You can also go to uh, the Chair Shots to Cranium website to see photographs, recent chair shots, which would be recent episodes that we've done, also past interviews, every interview I've done is on the website. Other cool information on there is links to all the major wrestling promotions as well as links to other informative information. For example, have you ever wondered who was under the mask? Who was the masked man in the ring? Now you can find out. There's a link on there that'll tell you just about every identity of almost every masked wrestler in professional wrestling. Also, this time last year I did a tag team the greatest tag team tournament. That tournament bracket is still on the website. During March Madness of last year, it was very fun. Find out how all these matches played out. Find out who the fans voted as the greatest tag team in professional wrestling. There's also links on there to books, the book of the month. This month's book is Nitro, The Incredible Rise and Inevitable Collapse of Ted Turner's WCW. This is a must read. You got to go check this out. It's a book by Guy Evans. Again, that is the book of the month. If you collected wrestling magazines growing up as a kid, you can go on my website and find a link that'll take you to a lot of old magazines that you can purchase. So again, this is just the tip of the iceberg. There's so many other things on the website. It's there for you. It's there to entertain you. Go check it out again. Cheers shots to the cranium.com. And now it's time for the Cranium Correspondence section of the show. So there have been a lot of things happening in professional wrestling lately. 
some things that I am very excited about, some things that I question a little bit. So, if I can have your ear for a few minutes, I've got a lot of things on my cranium that I need to get out. First and foremost, let's start with Ronda Rousey. Okay, so as a lot of you know, she took some grief from the crowd on Raw last week. Not this past Raw, but the Raw before last. The fans got under her skin a little bit. They rattled her a little bit. I just think that, in my opinion, I feel like Ronda would have been so much better coming in to the WWE as a heel. The reason for that is when she was in the UFC, she was known as a badass. She was known as a very tough woman. For her to just all of a sudden, when, and then honestly, when I heard that she was signed, I imagined her coming to the ring in her fighting gear, and I imagined her having this, I'm going to beat your ass look on her face. And instead, I got her coming down in a skirt and Rowdy Roddy Piper's jacket with a big smile on her face. I love the fact that she pays homage to her mentor, Rowdy Roddy Piper. I have no problems with that. I think that's absolutely fantastic. But I just felt like, or feel like rather, that she would be much better as a heel. Come down there, strike fear in her opponents, beat their rear end, and get out. Um, so, you know, I feel like the fans, and I, and I may be wrong here, I feel like a lot of the fans feel the same way. I feel like they may not really care a lot for the babyface side of Ronda Rousey, and I think it's being shoved down her throats a little bit. So, I just feel like things would have been much better for her as a heel starting out, and then turn her to a babyface. Uh, or, once the fans booed her for a while, flip her heel. Uh, I, I just think she would be fantastic as a heel. She already has that badass persona about her, and that's what it takes to be a heel. So we'll see. We'll see how it goes. You know, rumors is that she's going to be gone after WrestleMania. I'll get into that a little bit more later in the Cranium Correspondence section of the show here. So we'll see what happens. Let me talk about Bobby Lashley and Leo Rush. I'm really digging this. Bobby Lashley has needed a microphone, a, a person that can speak for him for quite some time. I like Bobby Lashley. Just don't think he's great on the mic. Leo Rush is a perfect fit for him. I'm loving this team. I think Leo Rush compliments him tremendously. He comes out there. He kicks ass. He flexes. He looks like, like a legitimate badass guy. And he looks good with the belt around his waist. Leo Rush is great on the microphone. Keep these two together, please. I think they're phenomenal. And I think this is exactly what Bobby Lashley needs. Less time on the microphone. More time in front of the camera and in the ring doing what he does best, which is tearing limbs apart. So I had to throw that in there this week. I'm excited to see how things go in the pay-per-view this coming weekend in Elimination Chamber. Uh, I'll get into that in our predictions. But again, Bobby Lashley needs to be complimented. He needs to be praised. He needs the recognition that he deserves for doing such a wonderful job with embracing this heel turn, and Leo Rush also needs to be complimented on the fact that he has done a tremendous job coming out of nowhere, essentially. No one really ever heard of Leo Rush prior to now. I hadn't really heard much of him, 
and picking up that microphone and rolling with it as if it's natural to him. So kudos to that group. Kudos to the WWE for putting those two together. I'm anxious to see where things go. Next topic, AEW's 2019 schedule. They have officially put out a schedule. Not, I shouldn't say officially. Uh, it's, I guess, an unofficial type schedule. But at least kind of gives you an idea of what's going to be taking place with AEW over the next several months. One thing they listed, of course, the May 25th show, Double or Nothing, coming up in Las Vegas. In June, they have an unnamed show believed to be in the U.S. In July, they also have an unnamed show that's supposed to be taking place in Jacksonville. In August, they have publicized Royal Albert Hall in London, England, so an event possibly taking place there. In September, of course, you have All Out, which is going to be the a follow-up show from last year's All In, likely taking place again in Chicago from all uh, from everything that seems to be pointing in that direction. Chicago is definitely going to be the place again this year. It's possible that this will be the full launch of the brand prior to the TV tapings for All Out. And then in October, weekly television is supposed to start. So weekly television is supposed to start in October for AEW. Still hasn't finalized the deal yet. Uh, theories are TNT, TBS, so we'll see. Hopefully it's a network that's big, somebody that is uh, well-known and that everybody can tune into. So very exciting times in AEW right now. They've listed a few matches for Double or Nothing, and I want to talk a little bit about those matches now. Kenny Omega versus Chris Jericho. Really excited about seeing this again. Had some great matches over in Japan. Pac formerly known as Neville in the WWE, against Adam Hangman Page. The Young Bucks versus Pentagon Jr. in Phoenix. Thought that was a great spot in the press conference that they did in Vegas last week with Pentagon Jr. in Phoenix attacking the Young Bucks. Really excited about that match. I think it's going to be a great one. Cody Rhodes against a mystery opponent. Clearly leaving the door open for somebody big that they're going to sign between now and then. Uh, hearing some reports lately that... Batista could possibly be in talks with AEW. Obviously, he's talking with WWE as well about a WrestleMania 35 match. Many believe to be against Triple H. So we'll see about that. would be exciting to see a big name, another big name, show up in AEW and premiere the night of. Keeping it a secret, if at all possible, unveiling them at the Double or Nothing pay-per-view on May 25th against Cody Rhodes. Exciting times. We'll see what happens. Dr. Britt Baker versus Kylie Ray versus Nyla Rose. Triple threat match. The women, first women in AEW. And then SoCal Uncensored versus SEMA and two partners to be announced. So those are the matches that have been announced so far for Double or Nothing on May 25th in Las Vegas. The All Elite Wrestling Show. Stay tuned. Follow them on social media. All Elite Wrestling on Instagram. Twitter, I'm not sure. I think it's All Elite Wrestling as well. But just make sure it's the official page. There's a lot of fake sites out there that they reported. So make sure it's the official page of All Elite Wrestling and find out what other matches will be announced. StarCast 2 is also going to be taking place in Las Vegas in conjunction with Double or Nothing. StarCast, the first StarCast last year in All In was a tremendous success by the brilliant and innovative Conrad Thompson. If you aren't familiar with Conrad, I don't know where you've been and what rock you're hiding under or been hiding under. Conrad Thompson is the host of multiple successful and very popular podcasts. So make sure you go follow him at Hey Hey It's Conrad, Instagram, and on Twitter. 
Now I want to talk a little bit about Charlotte Flair. Thank you WWE for turning Charlotte heel again. That is her niche. She is fantastic at being a heel. I loved her promo on SmackDown this past week. Loved it. She had full control of that crowd. She owned that crowd in that arena. She took control of it and cut one of the best heel promos I have seen in a very long time. Reminded me of her father. And I could not be more excited about Charlotte Flair now. Of course, she was added to the WrestleMania match with Ronda Rousey. And according to Vince McMahon, Becky Lynch has been suspended for 60 days, taking her out of the WrestleMania match and substituting Charlotte Flair in her place. We all know where this is going to go. We're, we're not stupid. We know that uh, Becky will get her way back into the match. But it's exciting to see how it plays out. And I'm anxious to see what they do with it. Could it be a match at Fastlane between Charlotte and Becky to earn her right uh, to maybe uplift her suspension or, or, and earn her way back into the WrestleMania match? We'll see how it plays out. But again, even though we may know how this is going to end up, we're not stupid. We know that the fans want uh, Becky in that match and WWE wants Becky in that match. But it's, again, entertainment, ladies and gentlemen. And it's something that we're going to tune into to see how it plays out. So that's the whole point of it. So... I think that it's important for Charlotte to be in this match. A lot of people are like, well, you know what? This is absolutely killing the main event. This would be so much better if Charlotte were not in the match and it would just be Becky and Ronda. But let me let me throw some ideas out there. This is, this is why I think that Charlotte needs to be in that match. As I said earlier, it's rumored that Ronda may go away after WrestleMania. For whatever reasons, that's up to her. That's her personal business. But if she does go away, where are they going to go with it from here? Uh, if Becky beats her at WrestleMania, she takes the Raw Women's Championship, Ronda's gone, then there's Becky standing there with nothing to do. You put Charlotte in this match, then she has a feud that she can continue. She has a storyline that she can continue. Also, it's going to elevate Becky to a, a certain degree. She's going to have two of the best in the ring with her at WrestleMania and more than likely main eventing it. And if she comes out the winner, guess what? She can brag that she beat the two best in the business and uh, have that to talk about for many, many weeks after WrestleMania. So it will definitely help things with Charlotte being in there. Another thing to think about, you know, nerves are going to be at the all-time high between Becky and Ronda, especially Ronda. Ronda does not have as much experience as Becky and Charlotte. You're the main event at WrestleMania. First time ever that women have main evented WrestleMania. There could be some mess-ups. There could be some missed spots. If that were to happen, you do have two other ladies there that can kind of take the distraction off that. And let's just say, you know what, it's not Ronda that messed up. It's Becky that messed up. It's Charlotte that messed up. Again, you've got two other ladies there that can help divert that and bring the match back in where it needs to be. So there, it just makes the match, I think, way more entertaining and can compensate for mistakes that could happen. So again, these are just my opinions. Uh, I'm excited about the fact that it's a triple threat. If it, if again, it does turn out to be that, may not. Uh, I think it will, of course. And um, when you got three ladies in the ring, how's it going to come out? You know, is 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 Ronda going to retain? Maybe she's got us all fooled and she's going to be around for a while. Is Charlotte going to come in and steal Becky's thunder again, or is Becky going to come out on top 
the champion hoisting that title over her head as the fireworks go off, ending the show at WrestleMania 35. Time will tell, but it will be entertaining no matter what, and I'm very excited about it. The Revival. Thank you, Lord Jesus. They have finally given the Raw Tag Team titles to The Revival. Long overdue. If you follow me on Instagram, again, share to Cranium, share the number two Cranium, you will see a picture I posted on there uh, praising the fact that The Revival has become Raw Tag Team Champions finally. In my opinion, one of, if not the best tag team going today, and uh, they deserved it. So I was very, very happy about that. Let's see if they hang on to those titles for an extended period of time. Would love to see them defend those titles at WrestleMania 35. So we shall see, but I had to throw that in there, guys. I'm very happy about Revival winning the tag team titles. I hope that this push will continue. Kevin Owens is teasing his return, and I'm very glad that he's going to be back. I've missed Kevin Owens. I like Kevin Owens. Kevin Owens is very entertaining. I say that word a lot. He's very entertaining. It's very exciting. Just got to get over it, people. I like those words. But I like Kevin Owens, and I'm excited to see what they do with him. I uh, hope he comes back as a heel. Don't like Ke Kevin Owens as a face. He does not need to be a face, just like uh, Charlotte needs to be a heel. She's best at it. Kevin Owens needs to remain a heel and would love to see him in a big program at WrestleMania with who, I don't know. Uh, but just glad he's going to be back. Uh, I'll be shocked if he's not back before WrestleMania. So we shall see. He teased a little return uh, at the bowling alley with his kids and some of his friends uh, on Raw this past week. So Kevin Owens coming back. Excited about it. Looks like he's dropped some weight. Looks like he's in great shape. And uh, we'll see what happens. Could Sami Zayn return with him? I don't know. Possibly. Uh, I'd like to see the two of them come in separately, personally. They've kind of been uh, glued to each other's hip up until the time that they both left due to injuries. But would love to see Sami return as well with a great WrestleMania match. Don't think that will happen. Uh, if I had to take a guess at it, it would probably be at the greatest, uh, not the greatest Royal Rumble, but the Andre the Giant Memorial Royal Rumble. Maybe he'll return for that. So, exciting times. Hope that they both return very, very soon and, and knock it out of the park at WrestleMania. And that concludes my Cranium Correspondence section of the show. If you have any thoughts or comments on anything that I have talked about, comment and hit me up on Twitter. Let me hear your thoughts. Again, at Chair2Cranium. Chair the number two. Cranium, Instagram, and on, tw and on Twitter. I look forward to hearing from all of you. I greatly appreciate your support. I greatly appreciate your time to push the play button and listen to this wherever you are. So now let's move on to the predictions for Elimination Chamber. And I'm going to bring in my co-host, one of the youngest wrestling podcasters on the planet, the one and only Addy Go, my daughter Addison. So without further ado, let's head right into those predictions. It is that time again. It is prediction time. A pay-per-view is upon us, and this one is Elimination Chamber taking place this Sunday, February the 17th on the WWE Network. And my guest, as I said earlier, is the one and only youngest, one of the youngest wrestling podcasters on the planet, 
Addison, aka aka Addie Go. What is up, my man? You keep calling me man. I don't know. What's up? Nothing. Yeah, you've been doing okay. Yeah. Uh, the fans have not heard from you since the last prediction show. Why is that? Well, I have just been super busy with school. Yeah, super busy with school. What yeah. else? What else you been doing? Dance. Dance, yep. You got some competitions come up? Yes. Yep, you did really well in those competitions. I'm very proud of you. You were outstanding on the stage. You get up on that stage and just turn into a completely different person. I mean, you really entertain the crowd. Thank you. Facial expressions, your dance routine, everything, you got it going on. So congrats on that. You Thank guys you. did well. Won some awards this past mm -hmm. weekend. We won Top Studio. Top Studio. Yeah. And then you also won, what else? You won gold for the, one of your... Uh, we won gold for me and we won gold for my duo. Your duo, yeah. That's right. Yeah. So again, very proud of you. Good job. Alright, so it's prediction time. As we said, we have a contest going. If, if a lot of you listened to our last show, you know we have a contest between the two of us. So let's go back to the last pay-per-view, which was the Royal Rumble. I finished 7-1 and one, and Addison finished 7-1. and one. So we're yes. tied on that yes. pay-per-view. We, we are keeping track of our stats, or our records rather, going back to the TLC pay-per-view that happened in December. On December the 16th. So we'll, yes. we started there. Right. Uh, that's where you kicked my rear in. I did. You were 10-2. and two, I was 8-4. and four. So overall, right now... You have a 17 and 3 record over the last two pay-per-views. I have a 15 and 5 record. Okay. So if you listen to the last pay-per-view or last prediction show, we talked about how the fact we're going to do a contest and whoever has the best record at the end of the year, which is TLC of this year in December, will win. What are we going to win? Well, we're going to do a trophy and we mm -hmm. will unveil that trophy in the coming year on our Instagram page and on yes. our Twitter page. And I mentioned in the last show that we agreed upon whoever wins gets to pick dinner, right? right? Well, I got thinking about that for a second. I was like, you know what? When we go out to eat, you and your mother are always picking where we eat. I never get to pick where we eat. So you don't really win in that situation, you know? So yeah. I get to pick where we're gonna where we're gonna eat at, wherever okay. I say. It can be pizza, it can be whatever. If I win this thing, we are going to eat. Where I want to go eat. Mom's favorite may be Golden Corral. Golden Corral, yeah, right. Like that'll ever happen. So maybe if it's Golden Corral, it's Golden Corral. That's the way it's got to be. Yeah. But you've said, you know what? All right, I'm going to come up with something new. Yeah. So you will unveil that. You're still thinking about it. Yes. And what's your... What's it your... has to be good. It has to be like... He is never going to be prepared for it. it. has to be good. All right. So you're going to unveil that before WrestleMania or yes. maybe during that prediction show. Yes. Okay. All right. So still up in the air what uh, Addison's reward or prize will be if she wins the predictions at the end of the year. So we will find out WrestleMania prediction show. That's going to be here before you know it. It really is. All right, so let's jump right into it. We're going to start out with the Cruiserweight Championship match, the champion Buddy Murphy versus Tazawa. So I'm going to say, and I know we don't spend a lot of time on the cruiserweight matches. I'll be honest with you, everyone. I don't watch 205 Live a lot. I catch it from time to time. So, you know, I'm just not a huge fan of it. Nothing personal to, to, to 205 Live. But uh, I'm, I'm knowledgeable enough about these two people. 
I'm going to go with Buddy Murphy, the champion retaining. I like Buddy Murphy when I see him in the ring. He's got that presence about him. He's got great in-ring skills. Buddy Murphy's going to leave Elimination Chamber, steal your champion. Who do you think? I'm also going to agree with you, and I'm going to um, say that Buddy Murphy is going to keep the championship just because, like you said, he has really good in-ring skills. Okay, so Buddy Murphy retains. We both agree on that one. Yeah. All right, let's head into Braun Strowman versus Baron Corbin. Mm. You know, honestly could care less about this match. I don't mean to be ugly when I say that. I don't care about this match. I don't I want, care who wins. Yeah. I just want it to be over with quickly. I'm going with Braun Strowman. And and so I don't sound too so harsh when I say this. I just, I'm not entertained by either one right now. I think they have... Baron Corbin needs to change his wrestling gear. Yes. Like, I say that every time. I see him in non-wrestling gear, and it just makes me so mad. I'm like, where is your wrestling gear? I agree. Like, he's not the general manager yeah. anymore. Yeah, lose the vest, lose the silky shirt, lose the black pants, put on some wrestling gear. Please. You know, wear the stuff you were wearing before you shaved your head. I'm, I'm fine with that. Yeah. Quit it. Quit it with the dad come best. I'm tired of it. Yeah. And the button-up shirt. All right. Like, I had to get that off my chest. Huh? Like, what even is that? I don't know. I don't know. So, I'm going, with, I'm going with Braun Strowman. Who are you going with? I'm going to agree with you, too. It's because Baron Corbin, I don't even think, has a chance against the monster among men, Braun Strowman. I agree. I agree. So, you pick Braun Strowman. So, right now, we're picking the same. Yeah. All right. We got to differ- differentiate here a little bit. All right, so SmackDown Tag Team Championship, The Miz and Shane McMahon versus The Usos. Hit it. Who do you think? Mm. So I was wrong about this one on the last one that we did. Um, the last, last prediction we did, Yeah. I picked The Miz and Shane McMahon. I didn't pick them. Right, you did not. I picked the wrong team. Right. I lost. right. So, I think I'm going to go with The Miz and Shane McMahon this time. Okay, so they're going to retain the championships against the yes. Usos. Um, you know, I, I'm, I'm going to agree with you here again, so we're, we're still tied here on our on our picks. Uh, but something's going to happen. I think this is going to be where the glue um, starts coming apart between this, this, this group. I think it's that... It's worn out. Yeah, I think that they're setting... I think that you're going to see these two guys face each other at WrestleMania... So it's got to start somewhere. I think you're going to start seeing a little bit of dissension between these two men at this pay-per-view. I think they're going to retain against the Usos, but maybe lose the titles before WrestleMania, whether it be at Fastlane, whether it be on Raw, on SmackDown, rather, one night. So I think The Miz and Shane retain, but we're going to start seeing a little bit of friction between the two of them. Yeah, I think the friction that's coming apart from them is going to be a little bit like Seth Rollins and uh, Dean Ambrose, where it was kind of like Dean Ambrose was getting aggravated with C- uh, Seth Rollins. Yeah. And I think they're just, like, that's kind of how it's going to be. And it's okay. going to be like, oh, kind of getting a little angry, like aggravated, and then they're going to, like, separate. So do you think that if they do separate, do you think, who do you think's turning heel in this situation? Is it going to be Shane, or is it going to be... Uh, the Miz. The Miz. The Miz, yeah. The Miz all the way. Yeah, I, I agree with you on that. All right, so let's head into the Women's Raw Championship match between the champion Ronda Rousey and Ruby Riot. I'm going to let you lead this one off. Who do you think? Um, This was, when I saw this match, I was surprised because I didn't even know this match was happening at the Elimination Chamber. 
I was like, d- d- I didn't know. And I think that Ruby Riot is only in this match so she can like, so they the WWE can see what Ruby Riot can do and maybe put her in a bigger match. Yeah, I agree. I, I think of course they did, they made this match um, over the past week. Uh, I think you missed Raw this past week, and so you didn't really see all this happening or taking place or going down or being officially announced. Right. But uh, I think Ronda clearly is going to win this match. Yeah. I mean, that's an obvious. I mean, it'd be kind of silly for her to to lose the match and going to WrestleMania without the belt. What what purpose does that serve? Exactly. So from an obvious standpoint, it kind of takes my interest away from it because, you know, hey, you know know who's going to win this thing. Yeah. But... I think that Ruby, like I agree with what you said. I think yeah. Ruby Riot will. Um, l- let's see what she's got. Let's see if she can, how she can perform on a big stage like this. Maybe yeah. For we'll the see. for the championship, and and if they if she does well, they put her in another program down the road to right. elevate her. So I think this is a sort of a test for Ruby Riot. Yeah. See how she yeah. does with it. All right, so again, we're in agreement. We got to differ here somewhere. Yeah, we've got. To. All right, so Intercontinental Championship match: Bobby Lashley, the champion, and Leo Rush versus Finn Balor. Wow. So, as I mentioned in the Cranium Correspondent section of the show, I'm a big fan of Bobby Lashley right now and the character and Leo Rush as his mic guy. I'm yeah. very entertained by these guys. Finn Balor. Uh, I'm glad to see him get uh, a little bit of a push over the last several weeks or months. Definitely. Uh, I'm going to say that leaving the Elimination Chamber, that Bobby Lashley retains the championship. Who do you think? Ooh, I think we're going to disagree here. Finally, okay. Yeah, I'm going to say Finn Balor. Okay. I know that sounds weird. I know it does because some people are like, no, 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 there's no chance. There's no chance. I think this is his time. I know, like, of the, all of the other times, he's been like, no, he's not going to win. And he hasn't won. But he did really, really, really good at the Royal Rumble. He did. It was a good match between him and Brock Lesnar. It, I agree. Yeah. And a lot of people were chatting about it. Like, yeah. ooh, what's going to happen at Elimination Chamber? Right, right. And I think that since he did super well in the Royal Rumble, I think he's going to win this match. And... I feel like Bobby Lashley's easy to defeat. Okay. Well, you think he's easy to defeat? I think he's easy okay. to defeat. Okay. What makes Especially you... with Finn Balor. Okay. So you think that even though Bobby Lashley is gigantic compared to, to Finn Balor, you still think he's easy to beat? Yes, I do. Okay. I do. All right. So we'll see. So finally we disagree. You yes. say Finn Balor walks out of Elimination Chamber, the Intercontinental Champion. I say Bobby Lashley retains right. with the help of Leo Rush. All right, let's go into the Women's Tag Team Championships. Finally, we're seeing this. We're seeing the Tag Team Championships debut for the women. Right. Exactly. I've Super been excited. So excited. Me too. Me too. So, I'll let you read down the list of participants. Okay. I will be glad to. Nia Jax and Tamina versus the Riot Squad versus Mandy Rose and Sonya Deville. Versus the Iconics, versus Sasha Banks and Bailey, my personal favorites. Yeah. Versus Naomi and Carmella. Okay, so who do you think? Um, I already said a hint, so I'm gonna go with Sasha Banks and Bailey. Great. They, okay. I just feel like this is their time. They haven't had any like big appearances, and everybody else in this list for the 
championship, the tag team championships have. So I think it's their time. Okay. It really is their time. I, I, I hope you're right. Uh, yeah. I'm a fan of both. Um, Bailey was the main reason you started liking professional wrestling in the first place. Yeah, that match that I saw against Bailey and Sasha Banks at NXT. Yeah, that was—I swear, my mind was blown after I watched that. Yeah, and that you may become an instant wrestling fan after that. So definitely, uh, forever grateful to Sasha and Bailey for turning my daughter into a wrestling fan. Thank you very much. So, um, and I, and I, I couldn't be happier about it. So, you know, I want to go a different route because I want us to be a little bit different in our, in our predictions. However, if I'm a betting man and I'm a smart man, I've got to go Sasha Banks and Bailey here. Obviously. They deserve it. They really do. And they worked so hard. a part of me wants to go with Nia Jax and Tamina just because they're so dominant. Yeah. I'm going to go with Sasha Banks and Bailey as well. Oh, really? Yep. Okay. I'm going with them. And we'll keep our fingers crossed. We'll see if they come out the yeah, winner. I'll be we'll so see. happy if they do. I would scream. Yeah, me too. China, get ready. You're going to hear me. <laughs> All right. Finally, the WWE Championship is on the line in the Elimination Chamber. Daniel Bryan, the champion, with his new belt, by the way. I what think is- that's really nice. I like the belt. Some people are like, that is the worst belt I've ever seen that's ever invented. Yeah. But I really think that it's really nice. I, I like, like it. it. Yeah, it's different. It's di- I hope I don't want to see it stick around. Yeah. Uh, I like the old belt. Yeah, it would be weird. Yeah, but I, I think it's different. Yeah. I think it's different, yeah. and uh, I have no issues with it. So Daniel Bryan, the champion with his new championship belt, against AJ Styles, against Randy Orton, Samoa Joe, Jeff Hardy, and Kofi Kingston is now in this match. Uh, Mustafa Ali has been removed from the match, so Kofi Kingston taking his place. All right, so... I am going to say that the winner of this match will be Daniel Bryan. He's going to leave the chamber, steal your WWE champion. What do you think? Wow. This whole prediction show, we have agreed on everything except one. Except one. Except one. So far, you haven't told me. So far. Right. I am going to have to agree with you. Okay. All right. I think he is going to win. I really do. Just because he's been on top and he's been the most talked about, I guess. Yeah. So I just think he's going to win it. Okay. So you think he's going to retain mm-hmm. uh, just because of his popularity right now. Yeah. With the belt that he has, it's especially made for him. Yeah. And no reason to move that or get away from that right now. Let's just keep going with what they're going with. It's been, it seems to be successful. His heel turn and his heel run is tremendous. And like I said before, in past shows, he's embracing this character because a lot of this character is who he is. He believes in being environmentally safe or, or protecting the environment, I should say. And this is who he is. This is an extension of who he is. So I think he's embracing it well, and I think he's doing an absolute great job on it. So we both agree. So we only have one difference here in our prediction show. That match will determine who comes out the winner of this whole thing, Right. and that's the Bobby Lashley and Finn Balor match. Right. Basically, it boils down to this. Finn Balor wins, you're going to win this prediction show. If Bobby yeah. Lashley wins, I'll win the prediction show. It all hangs on that one match for this time. It does. Okay. So, I know that seems a little boring to most of you guys, that we're kind of picking the same thing. It just so happens to be that way this time. Maybe different for Fastlane. Certainly, it's probably going to be a lot different for WrestleMania. So, there's a lot of matches there. So, that concludes our prediction show. 
We hope you enjoyed it. We hope that you will tune in, and we hope that you will comment on what you thought. Yes, yes. We have not seen a lot of comments, and I would like to see that. That would be very, that would be good, because we can also reply to the comments. Absolutely. On what your thoughts are about the prediction shows, and what we can improve on, and what we need, what, what, what you think is awesome about it, and what we can keep doing, and what we can also improve on. So if you don't mind doing that, go ahead, do it. Be my guest. All right, that concludes our prediction show. Thank you for taking the time to listen to us. Thank you for listening to the Cranium Correspondence. Please comment. Let us know what's going on in your cranium. Tell us your thoughts. If you agree with us, let us know. If you disagree with us, let us know that as well. We will be attending a show here on March 2nd that we will be working and be helping with in Athens, Georgia, Universal Championship Wrestling. A lot of stars are going to be at this show. For example, PJ Black, formerly Justin Gabriel in WWE, Carlito, Scott Steiner, Buff Bagwell, Amber O'Neill, just to name a few, Wes Briscoe. This show is off the hook. It's going to get lit. It's going to get lit. you got to be there. So, Addy Go and I will be front and center taking pictures talking to a lot of the stars, helping with this show. We will talk about that on our next show and how this experience went for us. You can always check out pictures of these shows on the Universal Championship Wrestling website. That's ucwtv.com. Again, ucwtv.com. And also on the Cheer Shots to the Cranium photograph section on the website. So make sure you check that out. Looking forward to it. Athens, Georgia, March the 2nd. As always, we thank you for taking another chair shot to the cranium. Adios!